held for her now famous admonition that the founding fathers remember the ladies please please remember the ladies in their new laws abigail adams was not only an early advocate for women's rights she was a vital advisor to her husband john adams the second president of the united states as a matter of principle abigail was opposed to slavery and she supported women's education. Much of the American Revolutionary War had taken place near Abigail's home. In fact, part of the Battle of Lexington and Concord was fought only 20 miles from her residence. Escaping soldiers hid in her house, soldiers trained in her yard, and she even melted utensils to make musket balls for the soldiers. When the Battle of Bunker Hill was fought, Abigail woke to the sound of cannons. She and her son, John Quincy, who later became the President of the United States, climbed a nearby hill to witness the burning of Charlestown. At the time, she was taking care of the children of a family friend, Dr. Joseph Warren, who died during the battle. Militia men stopped at the Adams home at almost any hour of the day or night, seeking a meal, a drink of water, a cup of cider or rum, or perhaps a place to spend the night. Refugees from the city also found temporary shelter there. Although meat was plentiful, many other goods were in short supply. In one letter to her husband, Abigail Adams wrote that she especially needed pens. She would gladly give $10 for a thousand. After the famous Boston Tea Party of 1773, a group of women in North Carolina decided to make their own boycott official. 51 women signed an agreement promising to boycott English products and sent it to the British newspapers. This act, known as the Edenton Tea Party, was one of the first coordinated and publicized political actions by women in the American colonies. Not many women, however, were recognized for what they did to help make America free. Most of what women did was considered under the radar, so to speak. Some women served as spies for George Washington's army, passing on valuable information about troop location and movements. Women also stepped forward when the men were away fighting for American independence and handled duties such as farming or running businesses. When the militias asked for help from the public for uniforms and food, homespun garments and farm crops came from patriotic women such as Abigail Spade. Abigail Spade, whose maiden name is uncertain, married a gentleman by the name of William Spade in 1744 in North Carolina. William died shortly before the American Revolution began, but he left Abigail the rights to his land and estate of about 240 acres. In those days, women didn't often get that kind of inheritance. Abigail, who was approximately 60 years old, watched the revolution play out before her and saw her children get involved in the cause. Abigail knew the troubles her husband experienced while serving as a captain for the Johnson County Militia during the French and Indian War in 1754. As a result, she knew she needed to support her countrymen 
any way she could, so she gave beef to feed the troops in 1780. However, she would not be able to see the triumphant establishment of the United States of America because she died shortly after in 1781 in Wake County, North Carolina. Another little-known female patriot was Tabitha Tony DePriest. Tabitha was born and raised in Goochland County, Virginia, and married the neighbor boy William DePriest II. William was a carpenter by trade and also a printer. In 1764, William stood with Patrick Henry when Henry argued in defense of broad voting rights, suffrage before the House of Burgesses. It was announced that the king would not allow the colonies to print currency anymore, but Patrick Henry told them they would print whatever they wished. William took Patrick Henry's words to heart. William and his gang, who were his neighbors and friends, started printing money, and they printed over $100,000 in bills. William was arrested by the British and sent to Annapolis, Maryland, to be jailed because the British knew he would be broken out if he remained in Virginia. During this time, Tabitha was at home taking care of their seven children. She received word that William had supposedly died in jail in Annapolis. Right after his death, a letter from her beloved husband was delivered to Tabitha just a little too late. The letter contained details about where he was jailed and what he needed her to do. Neither Tabitha nor her family and friends thought William died from natural causes, as they had been told. When the revolution began, Tabitha's four sons took action and served in various military units. Her three sons-in-law also served the cause of freedom. Tabitha despised the British as much as her husband did. So she did what she could and started paying supply tax. The supply tax helped with anything needed by the military. Tabitha Tony DePriest, unlike Abigail Spate, saw the colonies defeat the British and become a free nation. In 1785, Tabitha bought her own piece of property in Henry County, Virginia, something a woman was rarely able to do. The American Revolutionary War changed things as the colonists knew them. One of the biggest impacts on families was the changing role of women, both in the family and in larger society. While their husbands were on the battlefield, many women had to protect their homes against attacks from both British troops and Native Americans. The changes in roles in society occurred out of necessity as many men were killed or taken prisoner and not because of some sudden societal shift in the proper role of women. Because of their active roles during the war, women in this era were the first to really examine gender roles in American society and they absolutely paved the way for many of the fundamental changes that followed. The Revolutionary War period started what became the women's rights and suffrage movement. Women were not allowed to join the existing organizations that honored the bravery of the patriots of the American Revolution, so they started their own. In October of 1890, the Daughters of the American Revolution was formed, 
giving women a platform to honor their patriotic ancestors. As one of the 18 organizers of the new organization, Mary Cabell was quoted. Women in the same social circle, but from different sections of the country, looked coldly on one another. Another spirit, another creed was needed. Women who best conserved the old might best promote the new. This was a task for Daughters of the American Revolution. Because of the Daughters of the American Revolution, women were given that voice to remember and celebrate their little-known patriots like Abigail Spate and Tabitha Tony DePriest. Thank you for joining the Smith Bryan Chapter DAR today and taking a brief look at what people would consider an unknown patriot of the American Revolution.